in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana. But God is first, and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Everything under the new covenant is dependent upon me, God says, through my son, Jesus Christ. Everything. See, that's what takes the stress out, the effort out. The struggling and straining and trying and, and just, oh, God, I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do right. Stop trying to do right and just be right. Yeah. Understand, look, understand if he approved me, I must be right in his sight. So I'm not trying to do something that I've already been given the privilege of doing all I have to do is just yield to him. Now, now just stay with me because I, I want you to see God is the only authorized agent. Now, turn to Hebrews 7.22. I want to show you this. Hebrews 7.22. By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. Jesus. Everyone say Jesus. Jesus. Remember, the gospel has to point to Jesus. It has to point to Jesus. If you're preaching a gospel and it's, it's, it's a bunch of laws and demands and regulations, you're, you're not preaching the true gospel. The gospel has Jesus as the forefront. Oh, God. He's the Alpha and he's the Omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. So by so much was Jesus made a surety. Look at that word surety. In other words, a guarantee. He was a surety, a guarantee of a better testament. In other words, through this oath or through this covenant, Jesus is the only guarantor. One who makes or gives a promise. You know, when you are, for example, how many of you were in college before? And you were trying to get an apartment. And the landlord gave you the lease. And realize, well, you're just 18, 19, 20 years old. I'm not going to get in covenant with you. I'm not going to get in the contract with you. Where the money at? I want to see some money. And, uh, you know, there will be a place for you to sign, but that landlord will most likely have another place for a guarantor to sign. Most likely your parents. Just in case you don't bring the money, mama and daddy got your back. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, I want you to understand that under this new covenant, Jesus is the guarantor. Glory to God. I'm about to run around this dome, I'm telling you. Usher, save me some space in the aisles, clear the aisles. Pastor about to run. He is the only guarantor. He is the only authorized agent because he knew that you would be short of the payments. He knew, he knew 
that you would not always make the payments on time. So he became the guarantor and said, you know what? I'm going to take care of all the payments. I'm going to pay the price for all of your sins, all of your faults, all of your weaknesses. I got your back. Jesus has your back. A guarantor is someone who agrees to sign an agreement. He agrees to sign this. He agrees to pay out everything that needs to be paid. He guarantees the payments. Jesus' death on the cross guaranteed the payment of your sins. Get that in your mind. Only the sacrifice of Jesus guarantees. Let me tell you this. I don't care what you do to try to, you know, you know how people do. They, 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 they try to make up for their wrongs to make themselves feel good. They, they, they try to do things. And, you know, it's okay, but you have to understand something. You have to understand. Jesus' sacrifice was the only sacrifice that God accepted for your sins. His sacrifice was the only sacrifice. You can't pray hard. I'm going to pray hard to get forgiven. I'm going to fast 40 days to get forgiven. I'm going to do good works to be forgiven. None of that. I, I appreciate that you're trying to be a good citizen and you're trying to be a good saint. That's good and all that. But none of that guarantees forgiveness of sins. Jesus' sacrifice is the only means of forgiveness. It's the only means of salvation. It's the only means of redemption. Jesus guaranteed it through the new covenant. Can you say amen? amen? So he is the one who guarantees this better covenant with God. This covenant of grace is where God promises eternal salvation to man based upon Jesus' sacrifice and not our works and efforts. Aren't you grateful for that? And the reason why it's called a covenant of grace is because it was initiated by God. He started it. He created us. He's the one that came chasing after us. He's the one that came looking for us. Even when Adam sinned, God was like, Adam, where are you? He's the one. He's, I want you to stop trying to put a lot of pressure on you or on your love. I want you to understand his love is the greatest love. Come on, say that. Say, God's love, God's love is, the is the greatest love. So this covenant of grace was initiated by God. Watch this. It was carried out by God and fulfilled by God through his son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Amen. Now, Psalms 89, Psalms 89 says this. I believe it's verse 34. Let's read that together, Psalms 89, verse 34. When you have it, say amen. Let's read it together. Ready, read. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. You see how dedicated God is to this covenant? You see how loyal he is? He said, and notice he says it's my covenant. My covenant will I not break. That word break means to violate. It also means to dishonor. God will not violate his covenant. God will not dishonor his covenant. Neither will he change or 
alter the thing that has gone out of his lips. Remember something about your God. Remember the character of your God, that he is the most integral person there is. That once God decrees a thing, it has to happen. He cannot take it back. He cannot be an India giver. He, he, has to, he has to follow through with it. So if he says something like, your sins will I not remember anymore, he can't take that back. If he says something like, I love you with an everlasting love, an eternal love, an unconditional agape love, he cannot take that back. But pastor, what if I sin? He cannot take that back. What if I make a mistake? He cannot take that back. God will not break his covenant. He will not alter it. He will not even change it to suit the religious minds. If you have a problem with it, God will not change it just because somebody has a problem with it. He said, no, this is how it is, and this is how it will always be. I will not break my covenant. <laughs> so in, in this covenant, Jesus who's God in the flesh, will become man. John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 of John 1 says, And the Word was made what? The Word was made what? The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So notice that Jesus is grace personified. Jesus is grace. He is the face of grace. He is the picture of grace. He is the perfect emblem of grace. Jesus, Jesus demonstrated God's grace with his death or through his death on the cross. He is, he is grace personified. He showed us how loving God is. Now, here's something you need to understand about God. Again, if you have been religionized all your life, if you've been taught wrong all of your life, most Christians see God as a judge. That's how they see God. Oh, he's a judge, and only God will judge and condemn. Oh, he's, oh God is holy, and he will judge the unholy. Oh, God is righteous, and he will judge the unrighteous. Oh, he has a throne of judgment. But see, they were reading Old Covenant. There's a, the, the memo has been updated. The, the memo has been updated. Come on, the, the memo has up, been updated. I need you to get out of this religious mindset. Hebrews 4 says to come boldly to the throne of judgment. Come boldly to the throne of condemnation. Come boldly to the throne of conviction. So why are you using those words? Why you keep using those words? He says, come boldly to the throne of what? Grace. grace so that you can find what? Mercy. Obtain mercy. Find grace to help in the time of need. When is there ever a time you don't need God? I don't know about you, but I need him more and more and more and more and more. 
Job said, he, he, he is more necessary than my food and drink. Yes. He, I, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Some of you, you may say, I've got to eat. I've got to have food. And you may have to have food in order to live natural, but I've got to have more than food. I've got to have more than natural food. I've got to have something, amen, that's going to remind me, something that's going to build me up, something that's going to empower me, encourage me in my time of need. Because there's never a time in my life, I'm talking about John Borden right now, there's never a time in my life that I don't need God. And so every day I'm at the throne of grace because I, I, I want to obtain mercy. And find grace to help me in my time of need. Can you say amen? amen. And I know I'm not out there by myself. Because I know some of you are at that throne of grace. Amen. Thanking God for his mercy. Thanking God for another chance. Thanking God for his love. Thanking God for his, just his, his power and his favor in your life. Come on, give him a praise if you're truly grateful right now. Notice Hebrews 2, verse 9 says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Now, King James uses taste. Uh, a proper word would be experience. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana. Service times are every Sunday morning at 9 and every Tuesday evening at 7. For more information on upcoming events, to sow a financial seed, or if you would like to partner with Dr. John Barton, call us today at 1-888-727-8900 or visit our website at johnbartonministries.org. Thank you for listening, and remember... If you can leave your history, you can live your destiny now. Do you want to be part of a life-giving ministry that's making a difference in the lives of people all over the world? Then become a Living Your Destiny partner with John Barton Ministries. With your faithful prayers and monthly financial support, you can help us change more lives with the message of faith and destiny. When you partner today, you will also take part in our special benefit package given only to covenant partners. For more information,